Welcome to another episode of Being Present in Real Estate. I am Danielle Tucker Shane. Um, your hostess, host, hostess with the mostest uh, for this episode. And I know it's been a while. Life has been crazy. And I know everyone felt the pressure of the holidays and everything like that. And then, of course, you know, Texas shut down for the ice storm. But, and, and where I normally film, you'll notice this is not the regular background. Where I normally film, the camera went out on the computer. So I'm not sure what's going on there. But anyway, so we are back. And today, let's talk about contracting. Why does it always come back to that? So when you, okay, let's read this. When you get a contract, you need to remember who you represent. So you correct things on a contract what will benefit your client. We have been getting a lot of contracts lately from investors and investor groups, and they're not filled out. Like they leave out the legal description. They leave out all kinds of things. The seller's names. They leave a whole bunch of things blank on the contract and want you to fill it out. Okay, but you've got to remember as the listing agent, as a seller's agent, who do you represent? You represent the seller. So don't do favors for that buyer's agent and fill the contract out. I don't want to say fairly, but in the best interest of their buyer. It's not how it works. Because you always have to remember who you represent. And yes, this is a current situation. But the bigger thing is, is why are we not filling out contracts fully? Why are you presenting a contract to another agent and not having it all the way filled out? I don't understand. You know, I get the whole page 10 thing. Okay, so if it's a Texas contract, we have a page 10 that's a broker page. And now all of that stuff is secret. Like you can't go on the state website anymore and get someone's email or someone's, you know, yeah, email address or phone number or what broker, you know, you can't get all that information now. So I get that page 10 will be blank a lot of the times. However, essential information in the contract should not be blank. And we're talking Texas contracts. I mean, really, that applies to any state. But Texas contracts, essential information should not be blank. Okay? One of the things that I am still seeing an issue with is water districts. If you are not up to date on the requirements to disclose a water district, talk to your broker. You need to understand that. There's a lot of things that have changed recently in real estate. And if you aren't up to date on those things, you need to be. You know, we talk about being president in real estate is all about not just being in real estate, but being present of mind, being up to date on things, and treating everyone with kindness, okay? 
that's, we can do all those things, but you still have to represent your client to the best of your ability. If you are a listing agent and you have a buyer that gives you a contract that's got a lot of blanks on it, one of those blanks, let's talk about the water district. They give you a contract that has a blank that is blank for the water districts and you know you are in an area that either has mud, has a water conservation district, or has some kind of taxable entity district. You have to disclose that under that section K. As the listing agent, if you don't counter that contract to disclose that on that document, what are you allowing the buyers to do? You're allowing them to have up until the day of closing to terminate that contract. That's a problem. Because you're allowing, because you don't want to counter something <clears throat> or you don't want to correct it or you don't know, which is an even bigger problem, but you're allowing your client to give someone an out to that contract. That's not doing what's best for your client. What's best for your client is having an ironclad contract. That's what's best. An ironclad contract means a contract without mistakes and that you have adhered to at every point. So it's an issue if you don't, if you accept a contract and just leave it blank because you don't want to terminate or you don't want to counter it. Oh, and I know it's a great contract and we need to jump on it and because they're going to take it back if we try to counter it. If they want the house, they want it. We have got to get out of this mindset of these are the only people who are going to want this house. So we have to jump on this deal. And you have to explain that to your sellers because we don't want our sellers to get screwed, right? Our job is to do what's best for our clients, which in this case is the seller. So we need to make sure that everything we do and say is in their best interest. In this contract deal that I'm currently in, they, we countered back and forth on the contract and that agent saw the contract three times. Things I countered back on are water district, legal description. You know, I had to counter back on these things because the contract wasn't right without it. Also, I had provided the seller's disclosure and they said they didn't get it. Countered back on that. They said they didn't get the water district disclosures. I countered back on that. So all of these things I countered back on were in the best interest of my client. Things I did not counter back on is the option period. And I did not counter back on needing approval for financing. 
if you as the buyer's agent did not choose the correct block or left it blank, that is not my fault. Your client signed the contract, your client then negotiated the contract, and your client then signed the counter. So don't come at me afterwards and say, oh, well, we have an option agreement. Or, oh, we had financing contingency. No, read the contract. And if you don't understand the contract as a as a agent, you need to talk to your broker. And if you're a broker and you don't understand the contract, you need to talk to an attorney. Or call Texas Realtors Legal or something, you know. Today is going to be a tough day. It's okay. And, and this is something I'm also going to say. Don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations. If you know the contract, don't be afraid to say that. Don't be afraid to say what the contract says to everyone. Okay? Because this is important. The only way you can protect your client is to know the contract. Why is this like beating a dead horse? I don't know. But you have got to know the contract. So if you are a new agent, read the contract. Read it. Don't just fill in the blanks. Read the words of the contract so you understand the blanks you are filling. And if you don't understand, ask your broker or ask your mentor, which whoever that is. Ask someone who's been in the business. There is no shame in asking for help. And if you're at the brokerage that you don't feel like you can ask for help, you're with the wrong one. You need, this is a support-based business. You get support from everyone. You should get support from your broker, your lenders, your title company, your home inspectors, your appraisers. This is a support-based business. So if you don't feel like you're getting support from people around you, find new people. Now, I don't mean that to sound harsh. Because being present in real estate is about being present. And we can't be present, not physically present, remember present of mind. We can't be present if we don't understand what is going on. So I'm going to leave you with these few words today. Know the contracts. Be kind to everyone. Being professional is what it's about. We have to raise the bar in our industry. And being professional does that. Know your contract, be professional, be kind, and be positive. God has blessed us all. So have a great day, and we will talk to y'all soon.